welcome to Jews Taekwondo podcast. Hello, everyone. Today we have Mr. Mason McCauley, and we had chatted with him in a previous episode regarding his background in Taekwondo. How are you doing today? Doing very well, sir. Thank you very much for having me on. You know, the last time we chatted, you talked a little bit about um, your experience in Taekwondo. Wanted to just pick your brain a little bit about how what you've seen as far as Taekwondo as a self-defense and what you can share or we can learn from situations. Absolutely. So in uh, my experience, um, Taekwondo has been... It's been absolutely amazing in, you know, giving me the skills, you know, in certain situations where I, you know, did need to defend myself. And I think that... Have you been in situations before? Yes, sir. I have, actually. (laughs) Not many, but there have definitely been, uh, been a couple. Well, take us through that. Okay. Give us an example or share a story about, um your experience or what you've learned. So, oh, one example uh, that I will share actually uh, occurred when I was living in Arizona, going to school at Arizona State University. Um, I was I was living in Phoenix and my brother was living in Tempe at the time. And I was on my way to go see him and um, I didn't have a car and I just rode my bike, walked and just used the public transportation system. It's really easy to get around. And so a shortcut that I always took uh, to get to the light rail system uh, was actually through the downtown Phoenix campus. And so I was walking uh, through campus and I had uh, seen a couple of my friends. Um, and so I stopped and to talk with them for a few moments. And, uh, you know, as we were chatting, I had put my backpack down and uh, the contents of my backpack contained uh, my laptop and, you know, chargers, phone, and just some school supplies. And so I had spoken with my friends, and then they had left, and I uh, stayed back and took a phone call. And uh, while I was on the phone, I was kind of uh, walking around uh, close to my personal belongings, but at a distance far enough that uh, a couple individuals felt uh, that they could steal my backpack. And so as they approached, uh, they took uh, my backpack and I confronted them and quickly escalated. The situation quickly escalated and it became uh, physical. And so what what happened, it pretty much, it was just kind of a, a quick blur, but they pretty much, uh, one of the guys who did not have uh, my backpack attacked me, and him and I started pretty much, uh, you know, throwing punches at each other and wrestling around and end up turning out to be one of the individuals had to go to the hospital. And um, ultimately, I had, you know, um, take a ride in the backseat of a cruiser. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And <laughs> yes. these guys were the ones that were actually starting it. They were, the, in a way, a, they, the criminals. Yes, they were. They were. And uh, But I was at my emotions were so high at the time that uh, uh, when the security guards actually came to take care of the situation, they tried to actually – take care of me, subdue me. And I, my, I was just at such a rage and such a fit that, um, I, you know, when they were trying to apprehend and control me, I, yeah, I end up fighting with some of the security guards as well. No. It just, no, I can see that happening. Uh, you get, you kind of in the moment, right. And, um, 
um, you're not necessarily thinking logically, I guess. Not, I, I don't know if that's the right way. No, that's it, but the you're, great you're way more like it. emotional, right? Yeah, it's emotional, and I I feel it's more of a it's a it's a survival, it's a fight or flight. You know, it's right. I think that's ingrained in us, and because. You know, I don't know who these people are. Do they have a knife? Do they have another weapon? Right. You know, are, you know, if uh, let's say that, you know, the altercation was not in my favor and let's say I was the one that ended up on the ground, you know, would they stop there or would they continue, you know? And so it, it's it's when a situation like that has happened throughout my life, there's what I call is the switch in the brain. You have to flip your switch. And when you flip the switch, you go into fight or flight mode. And I just know that, hey, these people, this is a serious situation. My safety is in jeopardy and I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure that I come out on top, the victor, you know. And so, you know, when, you know, the couple situations that have happened in my life is, I almost go in a in a blackout mode. It's almost just this huge survival rage, I guess, in a way. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's flipping the switch. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that um, we need to know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so these guys that um, you were in confrontation, did uh, the guy take you to the ground? Um, or did it end up into the ground? It did end up on the ground, but not for very long. Um, you know, it's it's amazing how <laughs> how strong you are <laughs> in uh, you know the moments of adrenaline. But this fight did not like it ended up on the ground, but it did not stay on the ground. So it started up on it started up on you know standing up, um, scrapping with uh, the first gentleman who did not have my backpack. That did not end up on the ground. Um, um, except for him, of course. And then the other guy uh, tackled me and who had my backpack. Him and I were on the ground. And then by that time, it kind of was a quick wrestling match. And then I had gotten up. And by that time, the security guards had sure. came. <laughs> yep. That uh, the guy um, who had tackled me, he got up and took off running. And then I started wrestling and scrapping with the security guards. Oh. And then. While the other uh, gentleman uh, remained on the ground. So what did you do to that guy exactly? I mean, did you knock uh, him out? Uh, yes. Uh, so I don't know the actual severity of it. Um, I just know that he was taken to the hospital and he was treated uh, for injury. And um, was I a, had... At- was oh, it ahead, a kicked? Did you kick him in the head or... No, it was a punch, sir. It was punches. A punch to the yep. head. It was, yes, sir. And so it was. It was bad enough that I actually um, was charged with two counts of felony aggravated assault. Wow. And so it wasn't, you know, a typical altercation. Uh, apparently, it was um, one of the larger, more intense ones that they've had in a while, and hence, you know, uh, the two charges of felony aggravated assault. And thank God uh, that um, the charges were dropped once that, you know, they looked into the situation further and, you know, looked at my character and, you know, I was an A student and 
on the dean's list and this was just some really random isolated event and so they took all that into considerations and then they uh dropped the charges which i'm very thankful and grateful for but uh it, it was a it was a interesting and it was a very good experience wow now were those guys um were they students at the college as well uh you know i don't know i don't think so i don't believe they were <laughs> yeah of course not, right? No, I know that the, <laughs> the, yes, the gentleman that did go to the hospital, I know that he was not. I don't know about the other. Right, right. And you would think that's a safe area, right? I mean, you're talking about a campus. Well, oh, absolutely. there's a lot of activities going on on campus as well. I mean, if you think about campus, are, you think it's safe, but that's probably a great place for a criminal to stalk or to prey on people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially when you get to the large universities and, you know, I'll just use um, Arizona State University, for example, Um, in Tempe, where the main campus is located, holds a student body of 40,000 kids, Right, 40,000 people. That's larger than the Walla Walla town I live in of (laughs) (laughs) 35,000, you know, and that's just the college campus. That's not you know, including the other campuses or, you know, the surrounding neighborhoods or business establishments. And so it, it's a prime place for, you know, negative people to go and, you know, look to steal something or to, you know, prey on. Yeah. Prey on people. Exactly. Wow. You were charged with aggravated assault. Is that because of you? Injured that guy, or is it because he had martial art experience? Um, and, and so it was because of the injury that took place to the individual on campus, and also to the fact that when the security cops came, and campus police and uh, Maricopa County police, I didn't stop. I was in such a rage. I did not turn that. You know, I didn't flip my switch. I didn't turn the my switch off. And um, the reason why the um, aggravated assault uh, charges were uh, originally put on was because I was also fighting with the uh, uh, the security guard, security guards, and uh, police enforcement. Wow! Wow! I know you're in great shape, and uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. I don't know how many guys you were dealing with at that point, but I'm sure it's quite a few. Now. Um, just some questions about, did you ever get your uh, backpack back? I did. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. He did he catch it that guy or did he? No, no. That guy, he took off and he was never to be seen again. And he just dropped the backpack. He didn't want anything to do with it. No, because, yeah, I had, him and I were wrestling and he pretty much either had the idea to run, but he decided to jump in with his friend and the, I guess the backpack became secondary. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they, <laughs> Which I was, I was grateful for because I, at the time I definitely could not have replaced, you know, the contents that were inside. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, in hindsight, what would you have done differently? Gosh, you know, sometimes I think about that and in hindsight, you know, is, would you have the, done physical, anything differently? is the physical altercation worth you know, the contents that are in the backpack. Sometimes, you know, I think, well, what would have happened if I would have said, well, you want this backpack bad enough? Sure, go ahead, take it, you know? Or maybe I hadn't seen them uh, approaching, you know, the table where my stuff was located. 
you know, I used to kind of go through some scenarios like that uh, a long time ago, and yep. I feel that everything happened exactly how it should because there were some key events uh, in that experience that literally changed and shaped the course of my life then, and I would not be the same person or on the same track or journey that I am now. And so uh, I, I'm really grateful for, you know, the experience that happened, um, even the uh, negative aspects of it. Right. Totally agree. You know, so you can always argue the fact that, well, you can replace it. But doesn't that also give criminals the, the right to go, well, they're just going to let me have it anyway? I, I think so. Um, right. I feel that the fact that, that they maybe didn't get away with, you know, that with me, perhaps maybe deterred them or made them think twice about preying on another individual. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. When you stop, when you just kind of give in, right, to people like that, you give them the right to do it more. In Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. But we also have to realize that when we get into altercations, your, the risk of um, getting injured goes up. Um, the risk of going to jail goes up. Mm -hmm. The risk of going to court goes up, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. So and, true. And so I, know, I don't know if there's a right answer. I think I probably would have done a similar thing to what, you're what you might have done, maybe realizing that, hey— there's backup here. It's time to stop or, mm -hmm. you know, but that's hard to say, you know, you're not actually in that situation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like police officers, you know, you can't necessarily judge a situation just because you saw it on a video. And I'm not Absolutely. trying to defend certain situations, but when you're not there, how do you know? That is so true. They're just trying to do their job. Hopefully that's what they're trying to do, right? Yes. That's an unfortunate thing. And we definitely need to be trained because those things do happen, just like in your situation. Maybe what you could have been, uh, done more of is to be a little bit more conscious about your surroundings, where Absolutely. you left your bag. Being more aware of who's being around. More aware. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And, um, but, hey, you're on campus and you don't think of those things happening. No, you don't. And sometimes, you know, when your guard's down like that, that's when, you know, you're the most vulnerable. Absolutely. We were in Italy. We were at a world championship in Italy, and we were down at breakfast. And, you know, there's a bunch of Taekwondo people downstairs eating eating breakfast, right? And uh, my wife, Grace, and I um, placed our bag um, at a table where other Taekwondo people were sitting, right? Mm -hmm. Told them, you don't, can you watch our bag? Whatever. We come back. And Grace's bag is gone. Oh, no. I know. It's like, what the heck? Oh, I mean, man. these are all Taekwondo people. Who, who could have done that? Uh, they, The people that were sitting at the table were distracted. It's unbelievable. We lost uh, we lost two iPhone. Oh, no. We lost, I um, hate to say it, we lost a couple thousand dollars. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> we had cash. Right? Yeah. We lost all the competitors' badges because she was oh, handling no. that. Um, luckily that day we were, I was saying, oh, let's just keep the back, uh, our passport in the safe in the room. Otherwise it would have been in there. Jeez. But, um, yeah. So yeah, guards are down. You, you just don't realize it. And that's when you get hit, right? Absolutely. Gotta be aware. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a really interesting story. What else have you learned from that? Being aware of situations, surroundings, and, one of the biggest things that, you know, if situation 
like that were to arise again, uh, having the conscious mind to be able to turn that switch off and to know when enough is enough. And well, you no, know, absolutely. You know, the um, you have a lot of experience um, in competition and sparring. Did that help you in your self-defense situation here? You know, what's interesting is absolutely. I think that it's, it, it's all a mindset. Everyone, you know, like when there's been some, a couple other, like when I was younger, um, I used to drink alcohol. I don't anymore, but I used to, used to party kind of heavy and hang with, uh, you know, some rough people. And so that led to some other altercations. And, you know, one example is it was myself and two people and uh, there is an altercation that arose and uh, 12 other people stepped, you know, jumped in on us. And so I have used Taekwondo in self-defense, but not in this in the sense that I think a lot of people realize like like I'm going to headbutt someone if I need to. I'm going to bite someone's ear off if I need to. I'll stick my thumb in someone's eye if I need to. Right. You know, and so it it goes to the point of this is self-defense. Like, you know, how what can I do to, you know, subdue the situation, these people get out of it. And so, you know, people have asked me before, like, oh, well, have you done like spinning kicks to people and blah, blah, blah. In any altercations, I've only thrown one kick and the rest have just been just been just punches and elbows oh really just punches and elbows like yeah just you just you flip your switch and you go crazy for a few and you just yeah you just you just do it but thing is is you know all the years of training that i have had has taught me how to properly punch and to utilize power and technique and I wasn't consciously thinking about that in the situation, like what technique am I going to do or how am I going to kick this person? My ultimate goal was I'm just going to stick my fist straight through their nose, like till it reaches the back of their head. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, the muscle memory takes over and you just you just do it. You become it. You don't think about it. Absolutely. No, you we may not do like a flying 360 back kick or we may not do a twisting kick but all of those training tools i would call it a tool helps us prepare for that moment absolutely the way we train probably what's that saying we don't rise to the occasion we fall back to our training that is so true i agree so if you're not training hard if you're not trying to perfect the skill it's only going to be as good as what you've been doing you know, that's a, absolutely. Uh, an example of that would be, um, um, so in Taekwondo, uh, you know, we'll do Hosun Sul, self-defense, and we'll do um, joint locks and joint manipulations, takedowns, throws, pressure points, you know, releases, things like that. Right. And in, in confrontations, I have only done one joint manipulation and... Uh, the reason being is because it falls back on my training. What have I trained more in? How to punch, kick, spar, how to generate lots of power, hit hard? Or have I done a lot of training in joint manipulation, locks, submissions, you know, pressure points? Um, and it was, you know, no, I didn't have a lot of experience. I knew a little bit, but not enough to really... For me to rely on those skill sets to help me in a life or death situation. 
Right, right, right. And and so for me personally, I just, you know, just kick and punch. Yeah. Oh, that's what Taekwondo is, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Kicking and punching. Kick and punch. Get out of there. Take them out. Well, that's <laughs> really, that's interesting. Anyway, do you have any other um, thoughts about that, um, self-defense and scenarios? You know, I have. And since coming down and speaking with you and doing some training, I've really thought a lot about, you know, a lot of um, weapons scenarios and, you know, like knife self-defense, gun self-defense, active shooters and matters of, you know, those instances. What exactly do you do? Someone approaches me with a gun and says, hey, give me your wallet. Just, hey, here you go. Take my wallet. Right. You know, and I'm not going to try and try and take the gun away unless I know 100% that my life is in danger and that this is a necessity that I have to do. And so I think that it's very, very important to practice a lot of these skill sets and just to uh, be consciously aware because, you know, the world that we live in, it's, uh, it's, it's changing. It's not what it used to be. You kind of have to be more mindful of where you go and at what time you go at, uh, people that are around the activities that you're doing. And, and so I feel that, um, any form of martial arts is absolutely amazing and, uh, so beneficial for just, well-being but also you know being aware and being safe absolutely yeah i i agree we did some of that didn't we um we did some night defense is that what we did and yes we yes sir and mm -hmm. i showed you a couple gun takeaways mm -hmm. and then even talk about you know active uh shooter scenarios and you know what would you do in this case and uh what points of exit are, you know, better to go, you know, to take than others and, you know, things like that. And it's, uh, it was very, very, very interesting. And especially, you know, I felt that it really resonates with, you know, the times that uh, we live in. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, Mr. McCauley, it was great talking to you. You sharing your ideas. Maybe we can do something again down the road. Absolutely, sir. I'd love that. I had a really great time, and I really appreciate you uh, having me on. Great. We'll chat with you next time. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye.